Hello and welcome back to Inner Machinations with your host, Christian Rodriguez. So I asked um, people that know me across my different mediums of social media to uh, help me with this next episode and uh, basically asking uh well, what do you want me to talk about? I wanted to get out of my own head to get I wanted to get in my own head with things that were not from within my own head, if that makes any sense. So I asked some people before I do that, I want to make a live not a live but uh, 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 a vocal retraction. Uh, I did this on Instagram. I shared a post on Instagram in my second episode. I claimed that Alan McKinney was the one who gave me the All Might keychain, and I was horribly, horribly wrong. It was actually my awesome little brother, uh, Nico. He actually got it for me for Christmas. I don't know how in the nut I confused that with the poster that Alan got. Alan was the one who got me a Gurren Lagann poster, and I was just associating so many different keywords in my head. It was just completely wrong, and so I'm sorry, Nico, again. I know, I know it's not that big of a deal, but I really do appreciate it and all the things that you know i mean in the end and i guessed about alan but in the end without uh, so i don't just start crying uh nico will always be my best friend no matter what see i almost started crying saying that all right i'm done okay there you go nico follow uh my little brother in chili grind in instagram that's his instagram anyways so Let's dive right into this. Nobody was so many people saw it on Snapchat and nobody responded. People saw it on Facebook and nobody responded. So, thank goodness I have some real friends on Instagram <laughs> that actually uh responded and gave me something to talk about. So, let's start with the obviously the most important one from your boy Ridge. <clears throat> you can follow him at Ridge. That's R H I D G E. He said, "Talk about lemons." So, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more of a lime boy um, with the uh, kind of upbringing I have being in a Hispanic family. Lime is an important ingredient to uh, throw on some things. Not everything, obviously. It's not like that's our thing is that we put lime on stuff. But, you know, uh, the lime flavor is very familiar and, and makes me feel like I'm at home. Um, lemons, I, you know what, I'm gonna be honest with you, I like sucking on lemons, I do, whenever they give the lemons at the table just in the bowl, I end up finding myself just sucking on those suckers, uh, and I don't know why, it's, I mean, it, I mean, they taste good, but it's like, it's not even about the taste, I don't know, it's like this weird, the thrill of the sourness. Um, but yeah, lemon's good. Always a good thing to add to uh, things like water and other fruit things. Uh, the various sorts of flavored lemonades are all very popular and for good reason. They're good. <clears throat> they have a good uh, flavor. Um, I feel like I can get more out of this lemons thing, but I might come back to it later. Let's see what else we got here. Um, v- Veggie Chick 129, which is... Uh, which is Kristen, she uh, asked me to do more story time, and I do want to do that. 
Um, and it depends on how, how much I, time I take on each of these things. I'm only four minutes in and I've done most of the people's <laughs> responses. So I might tell a story at the end of this, but I'll save that for after I do the more uh, topical or like, I guess, subject based things. So some of these are actually kind of like I can get pretty deep into them. But let's go for the obviously the most important one next after that is Bryce. My boy Bryce said, I need you to discuss the intricacies of the female orgasm on your show, please. <clears throat> so, <laughs> from my uh, scientific research uh, that I've done, oh, I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about this. Um, but I will say it is fascinating how there is the the ability to have multiple of these things, that a woman can have multiple of them. Um, you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I can keep talking about it, but I, you know, my family wa- listens to this. <laughs> uh, you know, I can go, I, uh, maybe on a different show. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, I think that's all of the, like, the funny ones, I think. I hope I didn't miss any funny ones. Did Eileen send me one? No, she didn't. Eileen, why didn't you respond to me? Anyways. All right, let's go to uh, Austin. I was this dude's RA a couple years ago. Now, he, he didn't think I would take this seriously. And, I, I mean, obviously it was a joke. But I'm going to try and play this part. It's going to be half comedy, half serious. And it'll segue good into my boy Brandon's uh, suggestion. Talk about the philosophical implications of, the f- of free will versus determinism debate. And where you land on the continuum between the two, and your thoughts on mammalian animal consciousness, and whether it affects how you perceive the debate. Thanks. Mammalian animal consciousness. So what my thoughts on mammalian... Well, okay, I need to, I need to do this in layers. The philosophical implications of free will versus determinism. Um... <laughs> See, this is kind of making me. I, I feel like this is this is marking my IQ because I can't really understand how, what exactly he's saying there. Hold on a minute. Let me real quick <laughs> define. I know. I know. I don't know. Determinism. Let's just make sure we're getting this right, folks. So I don't I sound even more like an idiot. Here's a lesson for you. If you don't know something, just freaking say it. I used to, that's a very third and fourth grade type of situation you get into where people are referencing something and then you go, oh yeah, and then you're stuck in this situation where you have to pretend that you know that thing and like it even. I did that with the scary movies. I've never even seen one of the scary movies and I used to say that all the time in uh, third and fourth grade. So Jesse Smith, if you're listening, I lied. Determinism, the doctrine that all events, including human action, are ultimately determined by causes external... Yeah, okay, so this is... I, I, that's what I thought it was. If it's the opposite of free will. Um, and how mammalian animal consciousness... Like, my own animal consciousness? Anyways, so... The philosophical implications. Well, I mean, I'm just going to talk about... There's obvious... I don't know what you mean by implications, but... I know he was just putting a lot of words in there to make it sound funny. But, so what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, free will versus, I'm obviously a Christian, so I believe that God gave us the gift of free will. 
And so that's kind of where I stand right there. When it comes to how my mammalian and my my thoughts on mammalian and animal consciousness um, affect how I perceive that debate, uh, I don't think so. I I retired my fursona, um, Shadex, the hedgehog, a long time ago. And so I don't really identify with my animalian uh, consciousness. Um, if you're talking about people who other people who def, who uh, identify themselves as animals, I can't tell you. I think that maybe they'd think it was all about instinct if they really believed that they were some kind of animal. If you're thinking about the free will of animals, I think that they choose what to do, but it's all based off of instinct. I don't think anything they do is too, um, I guess, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, in hyper-intelligent thought, the kind of thought that we would put into something that I think an, an animal, I don't think an animal has those. <clears throat> now, a lot of people disagree with that, but, you know, it's all instinct if you're an animal. Uh, the next one, so uh, Brandon was the one who kind of gave me like a pretty actually like a legit thing to talk about hipster trends concerning beards beer and being outraged online um i'm trying to find a connection between those three i was trying to find a connection between um those three when he first sent it um concerning beards (laughs) so here's the thing when it comes to trends i'm so out of the loop i mean i notice them i watch pewdiepie i'm like an avid pewdiepie watcher so like whatever trends i'll usually get learn from him or from seeing it out in the real world. Um, so when it comes to hipster trends, I don't really know what's trending now in the hipster world. I remember when the whole hipster fad first started. I mean, it was very apparent. But I think that... Here's here's how I think about this whole thing. If you If you like how it looks, if you like how... If it's your style, then then you need to stick to that and make a, make the statement that this is your style. And your style might change over the years. That's fine. It doesn't affect your character. But let's say you look in the mirror and, and you're like, man, I, li- I want to grow a beard. And I kind of want to make it look like that one, like a Viking beard, like a lot of the hipsters have. And I kind of want to do that little uh, uh, man bun thing. Then just freaking do it. But don't do it because it's the trend. I think that's one of the biggest things that I absolutely... Uh, like um detest is doing something because everyone else is doing it and i know that's kind of like disney channel level of like lesson learning right there but it's such a and and even like especially in kids nowadays like even like my my baby brother i think that me and nico have kind of you know nailed the hammered the nail into his head that he shouldn't do things because other people are doing it pretty hard, but a lot of kids his age, and you know, honestly, throughout all ages, if somebody's doing it, I mean, it's, if it's the thing, then that's the reason why you want to do it, even if it doesn't look good on you. I think that's what you need to. You need to worry about yourself, and then because you know, then you'll just end up looking like an idiot if the trend doesn't actually look good on you. And yes, there are some things that can and cannot look good on you. For me, example, I tried growing out my beard pretty big, and it just looks like Fidel Castro. So. I don't think I'm going to be able to, even if I wanted to, do the hipster thing. I think I found my style very basic. Um, comfort. Uh, comfort is a priority. And, you know, when it comes, I don't, I don't like to be too flashy. And I think that, 
I think that over over time, I used to really like long hair. I think it was very Antonio Banderas esque, and I love that. I think that's a part of me, but it wasn't enough of a part of me to, for me to upkeep having that long hair. Even though I think it looked pretty good, my hair gets pretty curly when it gets long. So, you know, maybe I don't know if I get older, it probably won't look as good. Maybe it'll look better when I am older, like actual like Antonio Banderas age, and I can pull that off and look like one of those really cool like hispanic action stars um but we'll see uh concerning beards beer um i mean i don't know how uh, is there a hipster trend concerning beer let me look this up real quick hipster 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 trends beer let's see what's going on here beer gimmicks pretentious nonsense and hip and other hipster f- oh, okay so this is an actual thing that Brandon knows and I don't I don't know about this okay the past uh, by the way this is from the growler um by Rebecca Wyman is a 2018 article January 16 I'm reading this this past fall Gruitz that ancient hopless beer style flavored with herbs and seems to be all the rage right now got me thinking about elusive line that divides fads uh, trends and gimmicks from the creative innovations and emerging styles. How do beer geeks decide where they categorize any given beer? Are gimmicky beers harming the reputation of craft beer? Oh, so it's like... Okay, I get it. So the hipster thing is to get like all these like bourgeois type of beers that kind of... I don't know. Like they're saying tarnish the reputation of craft beers i mean i don't drink beer so i don't know a lot of that kind of stuff but i guess it makes sense that that would be kind of frustrating to like actual people who like are more of like beer enthusiasts and see all these hipsters trying to like be all artsy fartsy with their beer i mean in general i kind of don't like artsy fartsy type people um it depends on their personality there if there's a certain pretentiousness that comes with it but usually sometimes uh, artsy fartsy people can be pretty cool so maybe some of these hipsters with their hipster beer are pretty cool, but I can understand why it's annoying to the more uh, OG beer people. Uh, being outraged online, I don't know if that means being outraged about this. Let me look that up again real quick. Hipsters being outraged online. See what we can find here. Outrage over ironic sign outside hipster sh- sh- hipster fascists start appearing in the media. Something has gone very wrong. Hipster uh, from hipsters to racists, everyone suffers the idiot reflex of outrage. Um, well, I, I don't know. What, I don't think that's all pointing to one thing, but um, I will say this: that you know there is a. I mean, I I gave up getting mad about all the political correctness and all the all the political people being the way they are nowadays. The extremists, I think, just the annoying little like douchebags that try to like I don't know. They tr- they 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 don't have any purpose, so they find something to fight for that is absolutely useless and. Nobody actually cares. Not even the people who are fighting against it actually care about it. And they speak for other people and blah, 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 blah. 
So maybe people getting people act the same way too. I mean, see, that's the problem with the internet. I don't know if it's the internet's fault, but definitely the cultural shift where everyone feels like they can they can speak up and and they'll add to the mob of people uh, screaming and yelling about things that actually matter like zero. That makes no actually matter zero. Like they they don't matter at all. Like beer, honestly, when you think about it, whether you're whether you have any moral uh, opinions on beer or or just health wise, uh, stay away from it. Or if you really like it, then you know. But it, it's just a drink. It's a drink. So the fact that people will get upset about this is just kind of like another like minor headache that comes into my brain where I go, oh my goodness, like I've seen everything now. You know, and I mean, I've even seen worse stuff with video games and people getting mad about the stupidest things. I even saw recently that people got mad. Fans are mad because Solid Snake in Smash Ultimate lost his butt cheeks. And people are like legitimately mad about it. And I'm like, oh my word. Why did you... Are you playing the game? (laughs) Anyways... So yeah, so I guess I think that's all the questions, uh, not the questions, but I think that's all the topics that I got from people. Come on, I, I, I actually want to like talk about this stuff, so like, uh, more people who actually watch it, give me something. Even if it's something dumb, I'll like give it a little thing. Like lemons, okay? This is serious stuff. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to lemons one day, you know, I think lemons... Alright, enough of that. <laughs> okay, so now, okay, let, let's do what uh, Kristen wanted and try and do a, tell a story. Um, well, I can, I, I want to try and find a story that kind of matches the theme of what I've been talking about so far, just so that I don't, uh, just so that I don't have too many veering topics off to, so let me think, do I have any lemon stories? Do I have any stories about craft beer being, being, uh, craft beer drinkers being annoyed by hipsters? Um, instinct of my fursona, the female orgasm, well, even if, all right, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything, um, (laughs) oh man, okay, story time, so, ooh, 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 okay, so this kind of goes along with the, the, what, what I was talking about, about, um, free like people getting mad on the internet and kind of being having this pc type of thing i don't know if this is necessarily story time but uh but it's i don't know it's it's a moment in time that i'm going to let you into so it was it was two years ago uh i believe what movie was it oh it was zootopia zootopia had just come out and uh, I went to go see it, and around that time was when Southern was having that, but, and, you know, I don't really pay attention to anything that's happening nowadays. I think people have finally calmed down around here. Uh, it was good to have that year away in California to get away from all that. But, um, basically there was that big thing where it was white people versus black people. Someone said the N-word and yik-yak, and all of a sudden there was a war, and the accent, you know, being a news thing, capitalized on that, and every, basically everyone was talking about it. It was super annoying. I think this was nearing the peak of this whole political correctness on, like, normal, like, around the normal population. 
there's obviously some lingering stuff. Professors are obviously scared more and more nowadays to say anything. Um, but I went to go see Zootopia, and I absolutely, I didn't hate it. It was great, uh, nicely paced. I liked the main characters, and there was it was awesome animation, and it was, it was pretty funny. I remember. But man, there's this part in the movie where all of a sudden the fox gets all freaking, you know, it's the wrong, and I guess this can also tie into me being, uh, liking to analyze stories. He did something extremely out of character. And we understand in the movie that he, that he had a rough past because he was a predator. He was... He was made fun of and he got put a muzzle on him as a kid because he was a predator. Obviously, this is a, uh, like a, discrimin- a discrimination parallel. You can make it to anything being gay or being another race that isn't white. Or actually being white nowadays because white people are getting pooped on a lot too. It's just a lot of, a lot of uh, anger going around. And so whatever you want to do, whatever, however you want to relate to that, he was a predator. Uh, even though it's probably, beca- it's probably supposed to parallel being black because, I mean, the media would never you know, actually acknowledge white people getting uh, harassed about this whole thing and grouped in with all of the actual bad people in the world. Um, and in, in the, we get that set up so that when uh, Hops, Judy Hops, I think that's her name, the bunny, is up on the press conference and says that predators need to be, like, we need to watch out because there's still some nasty predators out there all of a sudden, freaking uh, the, f- the fox guy gets all mad. The uh, Arrested Development guy played him. He gets all, like, pissed off. And I'm like, well, hold on a minute. That doesn't make any sense with how he's been this entire movie. And it was literally the most out-of-character thing. And it, it actually ruined the whole movie for me for a long time. I still think it is an absolutely terrible uh, uh, character move, like, writing move, like, with the characters. And it was obviously done just to pander. Um... You know, or to try and get people on their side for no reason. It was a good movie with like a pretty good message, but they had to ruin it with that. Uh, but it actually ruined the entire movie, and I actually would straight up go like, "This movie sucks." When I would talk about it, but it was all because of how I was being influenced by my environment at the time. Um, and so I remember watching it like you know a few years later, and I was like, "Hey, you know, this movie isn't as bad as I, as I think I made it out to be." Um, but it was interesting because. You know, it. you got to think, if you're going to be all, all fight the power and, you know, the patriarchy and the blacks are being killed and everything is just as bad as it used to be, if not worse, then you have to understand that this, that this is going to affect other people's normal, you know, it's, it's going to get annoying. I mean, it's already annoying. It's been annoying for a long time. But you have to, I'm not going to tell you, you got to, because you got to do what you got to do. And I don't really get mad about that kind of stuff anymore. But let me tell you something. Just in general, repetition. If if, if repetition in certain aspects of of anything you're doing can be good, but most of the time, too much repetition is an extremely bad thing because it it, it might make you iconic, but iconically annoying, and just like overly saturated. Uh, with like you know you're there's no evolution no growth and you become just as stagnant as the people who um, are still stuck in the old ways 
Um, so I guess what I'd say with that story is don't just think about if you really want to get your message across, think about like how it's affecting other people's normal viewing and entertainment lives. And I, I'm going to get I'm going to do a whole podcast one day uh, about maybe it'll be the next one. It depends on how many people actually respond to my <laughs> call to give me uh, uh, stuff to talk about. But like stay out of the things that are supposed to make us help us relax. If you're going to make a political film, then you got to make sure that's what people are going in to watch it. People are going in to watch some kind of political message that they can get out of it, but do not put that stuff in my cartoons or my action adventure or any of my Star Wars. That's a whole I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a podcast all about uh, PC and entertainment that really, really grinds my gears because I'm very protective of that medium of because it's supposed to be something that's supposed to inspire you and make you happy and make you feel like a kid again. And people are, I feel like, are turning it into something to push their agenda. And it's not a moral agenda, it's a political agenda that all it does is just annoy the heck out of me. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't learn anything. It's not a learning thing. It's the you're wrong, we're right, now listen to me because I said it in a movie. Or let's all preach to the same people that believe in the same thing we do. I know that kind of didn't, that went off course of me doing a story, but I did want to tie it in because I didn't want to just have story time and then all the other questions and have to find some weird title to put for this. Um, maybe another, st- I think I have another story that kind of follows in that, but I forgot it. I, I remember at the beginning of this. So, Chris and I hope, I, I hope that that was a satisfactory story time. I know it wasn't any Olin Rogers, but I'm not Olin Rogers. I can never be him. I am Christian Rodriguez. Um, what time do we got here? All right, I got a few more minutes. Um, so just to kind of do the normal uh, routine bit of just kind of thinking about what's on my mind, I feel, and I kind of said this on my blog post yesterday, Man, I have a lot on my plate, and I most likely have bitten off way more than I can chew, but I think I've had a different, I've had a a change of mind about how I go about it, and this is kind of like me just riffing off of what I uh, said in my blog, but I feel like maybe these things appearing over and over again, my tendencies, I can find some way to control them instead of letting them control me and maybe using my uh, proclivity to um, bite off more than I can chew to my own advantage uh, to grow Um, and I mean I think it's working so far I last night I yesterday was really bad I was really overwhelmed by all the stuff that I am trying to do I wasn't able to do it uh uh, live analysis got a war last night, which was upsetting, but also, but it was upsetting not because of how things used to be upsetting, like as if I already have a huge audience, but it was upsetting because it's more for me. I actually want to do this kind of stuff now. It's not because I want to become a YouTube star like I did when I was 13 and had C-Rod TV. By the way, I put every single one of those um, videos on public. So if you go to C-Rod TV, you can see Oh man, a, a diseased Christian Rodriguez. <laughs> I 
I'm not proud of that moment in my life, but I think it was necessary because I look back and I say, you know what? I, I feel like I had to go through that to learn, to really find my own voice, understand the value of finding your own voice. So what I want to leave you with today as the inspirational thought that I want to start ending the intermachinations with is, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, you know, I could just say be yourself, but really understand the value of being yourself. I mean, it becomes, you start to inspire other people. I mean, regardless if you're super social or whatever, and, and this ties into the thing with the hipster trends. If you keep on doing, if, if you only do stuff because other people are doing stuff, who are you? You're them. You're just a knockoff. Don't be a knockoff. Be the, be the uh, limited edition, uh, uh, exclusive version of yourself. Um, and I think that, I think that, honestly, there's a lot of things that if the entire world was, was uh, one way, not one way, I mean like, if the entire world did one thing, like changed one thing about each individual person, changed one thing about themselves, if each individual person in the entire universe would just try to be themselves, man, this world would be so different, I think it would be for the better. And there would be such, honestly, it might lead to some sort of oversaturation of originality, but I think that'd be so freaking awesome. You know, imagine never having a knockoff of something. I'm not saying that you can't make things that are like something or genres wouldn't exist if we constantly, I mean, we, we'd only have like seven movies if we'd only, if we only, you know, uh, tried to do things completely original every time. But in the sense of originality of doing things your way, in your style, I found that to be one of the most important things, not just in writing, but just in life. That was a pretty nice way to end the episode. All right. Hey, if you're listening to this, go ahead and like the thing on uh, on SoundCloud or on Google Play, whichever you're listening on. Check out my Instagram, Christian Rodriguez, already exists. I never thought I'd be doing this, but here it is <laughs> to the seven people listening. Um, I have a Twitch channel, Ace Ketchup, where I do live analysis. I just started that a couple days ago. Um, I basically go through the game, analyze the gameplay and the story from moment to moment. And I've never seen anybody do that, but someone probably has done that before. But I'm basically talking the whole time about um, the game, what makes it great, some criticisms. And then basically, you know, we can learn together how to write um, great game stories. And, uh, you know, if you want to make video games, it'll help with, like, your understanding of what makes certain mechanics good or, like, the feel of things, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, I also have this podcast you're listening to right now. I have my blog I just started too, fifoseries.blogspot.com. Check it out every day. Also, the tw- also the uh, live analysis is every day, and I upload it onto YouTube the next day at Sparrow Entertainment on YouTube. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff, but you know what? I freaking love it. Pray for me. I'll see you.